So uh, this is uh, episode number 47. I know we didn't do a lot last week, but here we go. We're going to take a stab at this one. And I was thinking, okay, you know the Mac thing I was talking about yesterday? Let's jump into it again because that's what people are wanting to talk about, wanting me to talk about. I got some fan requests for that. So, yeah, I can't disclose my fan sources because I don't recall who that fan was. Actually, I do. Oh, wait, I just didn't want to tell you. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit of my humor for you to start out this podcast if you were wanting to listen. So, yeah, you got some humor from me. Thanks. Well, now for more serious matters, let's get to some tech. So, I'm going to look up how much it costs with a student discount to get a Mac. Computer. So, all right. Everyone's asking me. Now I got one person. So, Mac app bundle. You can get some refurbished for 354 bucks if that's what you really want. But I'm going to change it to new so that we don't have that. Okay. Apple Education Pricing. Let's check that for you. So, if you want the Air M1, it'd be 900 bucks with your student discount. If you want a Mac Mini, which is just like the little box thing. If you want the Mac Pro, 5,599 bucks. Alright, no, 5,500. But now... This podcast has been recording 47 episodes now, in, and uh, we've never done this, so I thought I would play, is this a cybersecurity term or not? Okay. Okay. TGIF, is that a cybersecurity term or not? If you say no, you are correct. Here's one. CISA. No, no. CISA. Is that a cybersecurity term or not? Well, let me get... Okay. I'm going to give you a few seconds. And then you can give me and I can give you the answer. Because the answer may shock you if I tell you the answer. It's not a cybersecurity term, but it is a cybersecurity organization. So you are wrong if you said it was a cybersecurity term, because technically it is not a cybersecurity term. It is a cybersecurity organization. So no, it is not. Ping! Is that a cybersecurity term? No, it is a networking term. So if you guessed that it was, you're 0 for 3. You're 1 for 3 right now. If you've only gotten TGIF. I'm going to make it a little harder now. Going to make it a little harder. 
Gonna make it harder. And by the by the way, my if you heard anybody in the background, that was probably my cousin. So uh, yeah, if you heard anyone in the background, that okay. Cybersecurity terms, okay. Here's one. DOS, denial of service. Is that a cybersecurity term? Let me guess. Let me take it. Ick. Give you a few. Give you. I'll give you a few seconds to get it and see if you. You. you if you guess, it is. Ding ding ding. You are right. You are two for three. If you have missed one, anyone who's gone two for three, anyone no no no, anyone who's gone four for four, I applaud you for this. You're doing really well, and you. All right. Here's a double or nothing question. Authentication. Is authentication a cybersecurity term? Somebody, somebody, somebody's got to win. All right, you guessed it was. Ding, 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 six for six. So far, I'm six for six because I know these things. But anyway, I can't play because if I played... I, that's cheating and that's beating the game, so I'll give you one that's really obvious, malware. Just for kinks. Malware. Is malware a cybersecurity term? Give you a few seconds to think about it, and we'll come back with the answer in just a little bit. Alright, do you like this podcast? Do you like cybersecurity? Do you ever wonder that you needed to... So did it ever occur to you that you may like cybersecurity? Well, if it ever occurred to you that you like cybersecurity, please listen to the podcast. If you just like sports, if you like music, you like whatever, we talk about other things too. Not just cybersecurity. So if you like music, sports, whatever's on your mind, you might want to check this podcast out. It's really great. All right. We're back with the answer, and the answer was yes. It is a cybersecurity term. Seven for seven. We'll do one more. We'll do two more for you, three more for your enjoyment, and then we'll get to more cybersecurity talk. Is ADOS a cybersecurity term? Ah. Let me just give you the answer right now. No, it is not. You're wrong. All of you thought yes. And if you ever at any point need to stop the video, this podcast, to think about it, please do. That's the end of the game. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, uh, you know, we may have stumped some of you. We may have fooled some of you. Happy snow day, by the way. It's still snowing here in, in uh, great, beautiful Mendota Heights, Minnesota, where I live. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that. In, in beautiful Minneapolis, it's snowing, too. You know, we Minnesotans, we're hardy. You know, we're hardy. We brave the snow. So... Even New Yorkers brave the snow. You know, we, you know, when you live in Minnesota or you live in New York, you live wherever, you just get accustomed to snow. And you're like, oh, hey. Yeah. So I got a cybersecurity thing. You know those little pop-ups that sometimes come up that say your, ha- your, your Gmail got broken into or whatever? And it really didn't happen. Well, 
That's what I noticed on one of the computers in my household. If you ever wanted to know. I'm not going to tell you exactly who. I don't want to give up the confidentiality on that. So, get home. You know, you got to keep things. You got to keep the privacy going here. Because when you work in cybersecurity. When you talk cybersecurity for your whole life. That's what you get used to. Is the fact that. Yeah, maybe people just say. You know. And for the CISO team. For the CISO team. Oh, yeah, you ever want to find a good rap? Beware, be very scared of the CISO team. It's a real, it's a real, it's a rap song about cybersecurity. It's really fun, catchy, and rather educational on some of the stuff, but it uses some acronyms. So if you really want to learn some of the acronyms I used in the video, please go look that up. Some of the acronyms I actually use in the video are there. And so, I thought I would talk about, you know, I know I've covered this a little bit on my podcast before, but I thought I'd bring it up again. Some of the security thing. A lot of times what happens with, when, with Mac computers, if you ever want to buy one, is that they don't come with security on there. So you have to download your own antivirus software. Now, you may be asking me, what antivirus software, su- suggestingly, should, 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 should I as a cybersecurity analyst? Well, I'm not professionally a cybersecurity analyst, but someday I will be. And when I am, you could consult me about this. But even now, you could consult me with about this. And I would say, if you were looking to buy cybersecurity software, what I would recommend is that you, you know, no, 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 I mean malware. Yeah. Malware. No, but most times it's just antivirus software. There is anti-malware software out there, but it's going to cost you a pretty penny. You know, meaning it's not going to be cheap. Free, I mean. And and when we talk about freeware, that's the same thing. Freeware is not always free. You know, it's so yeah. All right. So when you buy a Mac, you're gonna you're gonna want to look up what 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 are the what are the best ones and. Be careful because some of these have malware. Like you ever know McAfee? That's why McAfee isn't or McAfee, however you pronounce it, is is not in use anymore because people just made a bunch of like spams of them, and then you download it. And oh, you ever notice when you it asks you to click a box, and then like, oh no, if you don't just uncheck the box when you download software, sometimes you end up downloading something you 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 didn't intend to. Like sometimes it. You know, the Adobe Flash Player comes with it. Or Java used to come with it. You know, you know, that was the big thing. And it was really um, quite a thing. When I have a very funny story. So one time, we were doing something for school. And he told me, remember to unclick the box. And I didn't unclick the box. And it downloaded that extra software. And my teacher's like, you didn't listen. And I'm like, I just heard you. And I just tried to unclick it, and it was too late. Dang it. I mean, I'm not going to give out the confidentiality of that, but that, that was weird. I mean, you know, it was all like, why'd you do it? And I'm like, sometimes you just do things, and you're like, when, you, when you're done, you realize, man, that was, so, that was so kindergarten-ish to do. You know, like, I just feel like it's so bad. Like, I shouldn't really have downloaded that, but I did. We all have those moments, but 
you know, you learn from them. That's the thing. I really hope that when you take away from this podcast, is security is something you should you should you should be able to come to an understanding. So when I talk about cybersecurity, it's online security, and and you know, one of the things that that they're really telling people is a fingerprint or like a facial scan might be a quite a good thing because they're less likely to be hacked to get into because you can't you know, quite easily easily do it. Like quite easily hack into it. Fingerprint you need your own self to be there to do it. So I would say yeah, you wouldn't it's like we have like stuff going in, but you know beware. It's just be very scared of the C thirteen. Like my little pun there, if you had a good time, you would know. Okay. Well, cybersecurity is let's let's uh why don't I give you a little overview of what just happened recently on the Hacker News website. Now this is a website, okay. I don't want you to fear it because it's a really good website. You can always go here for news so they say critical okay. Get users urged to update their software. So when they tell you to update, sometimes they'll have different classifications. They'll say it's critical. You 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 sure you know. A lot of times in cybersecurity policy and just any policy in general, you're not you're gonna use the word shall because shall sounds more formal. Like you shall do this. You shouldn't. You shall do. That, or, you know, they don't use the word must. Because sometimes they're like, oh, you must do this? Oh, oh, oh. It's like you're forcing us to do it because you're saying, oh, we must do it. So one time, I had to come up with the, you know, I was, this was back in school when I was in school. That my teacher said, okay. And I'm not going to name names because I don't want to bring up as much about school as I do, but yeah, I'll do it. Here, let's look at an example. So, come up with a policy, and then your goal is to make a cybersecurity policy, and then you know make rules. So I said, when we're in a server room, you should you should not wear loose-fitting clothes in a server room, which is a really key thing to do because if it's smart, because if you wear loose-fitting clothes, they can get caught in some of the routers and different components of computers, which is why you don't do that. And another thing to look up with, with, with in terms of Mac is if you're wondering whether you should buy Pro or Air, I'd really ask you to look at what are you using it for? Because if you just use it for school, like if, you, if you're doing what I do in school, sometimes you might want more terabytes if you're going to be using it for like any sort of like programming, like you're gonna, if you're going to be using VirtualBox, you're going to want to go with the more expensive version. If you're just using it for regular, everyday assignments, you should be able to get by on the minimum amount of, um, you know, like, you know, like, there's usually like a, uh, what I have, what I had was like a 16-bit, I think, or 8 gigabyte. I think it was 8 for me, because I, that's what I have, an 8 gigabyte computer, like, which means like only like, or something like that. I don't know. There, there is a sixteen. The sixteen or the eight will be just just sufficient enough to get through school. I got through school on it. I even had one virtual machine. 
but but to do note if you are using it for videos or like machines and you don't have a lot of space then you will sometimes slow down your computer you know a lot of times when i talk about space and people say oh my computer's slow my first quest my, my my one of my questions to them is go to the little about your mac and then check what the space storage space is because sometimes you got big huge files cluttering up and if your space gets really low sometimes that can have an impact on the internet and how it runs because you know the more the less speed the less the less space you have you know because it consumes space to get speed sometimes uh, it's kind of hard to explain exactly on this podcast how it will work i could show you on one of my tech it videos i'm gonna do in starting in april when we get when i get uh, that's coming you know later in you know but one thing i wanted to instill was that hey when when speeds slow down sometimes it can be not the internet sometimes it's just a matter of how much space you have on your computer when there's a lot of things consuming a lot of space your computer can tend to not function the way it should and then you lose speed i've had it happen myself and because i was running a virtual box and if you ever don't know what virtual box it's open source software that we use and you can run different types of os's on it and it's becoming more popular to do something like that which is to have virtual machines why because you don't have to manage them um you don't have to have different devices set up with those os's to run them you can run them right on your computer and another thing is it's shielded so like if you make a mistake or something it won't impact your system like you know a lot of times when you you know do something on your computer oh it impacts that computer because well, we can shield it by going to guest only or host only to do that. So that's another reason that's more popular. And I'm noticing, let me just do some calculations for you and tell you what the most popular popular computers are right now. So I was just looking this up because I'm really... Um, um, looking at, these are the most popular webs from sources across the web. First, we got the Dell, the Dell X3, and it is compatible, beautiful chassis, 1610 display, usually 16.9 is standard for, you know, YouTube, I've noticed that that seems to be. When we talk about RAM, it means random access memory. And that's that memory that when, um, I think um, RAM is random access memory. Yeah, RAM computer means random access memory. And when your system has very little, it can be because but but on the other hand, sometimes you you put too much and you don't need it. And it just ends up being too much. So we talk about you know when you're stu you know, I always think this is weird, but this is something I have to bring up. Because it means a lot to me and 
since we're doing a podcast on this, I thought I would bring it up. It's called UDP. It's User Datagram Protocol. And it's when, it's what runs videos. And you'd think that emails would be prioritized first, but, um, So I'm going to tell you about user datagram protocol. So TCP checks it when it gets from its source. So let's say it starts out on my computer and then goes to another person in my household's computer. Well, to get there, when you have an email, it usually breaks it up into little pieces of the email. And then when it gets to that source, it puts it all back together after checking it. Well, sometimes with Windows, or with a UDP, it just, it's like, first they prioritize videos and streaming. Then it goes to like, Yeah, I want to look this up, okay? So, you ever know how when we type in, you, you, I've tried to type in, so when you go to a website, and this is, I've probably said this billions of times on this podcast, but it's still important to this day to, to bring it up and to announce it to people. When you type in a website, what you're basically doing is taking, your router at home probably has that 192.168.1 blah, 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 dot, whatever. It's usually zero dot something. That's usually your address for the computer. Now, that IP address is what you would ping, or sometimes you do a netstat or a tracer or whatever. It's really, you know, the best times, I would say, to run a test on your computer to see how much performance it's getting. Well, usually if you pay for about 80 gigabytes of speed, which is probably what I have at home, you usually, I've noticed sometimes you'll get maybe 64, you'll get around 16 less gigabytes of what you paid for. You're never going to get the full, if you pay for speeds of up to whatever they say on television, if you watch commercials and stuff, You'll never get what you're actually paying for. But companies will never tell you that because they want the money. You know, it's all about that money. And they don't want to tell you, okay, you're not. So when... So, 
some of your speed, some of the, the memory you get from a computer is going to be taken up by the operating system. So when you put that into to mind, when you think about what you're buying, some of it is going to be taken up by the storage. That's why we have like a partition. You can partition, and I've done this a couple times where I've said, I've tried to do it on my Mac, which I have at home. And I say, okay, I want to partition this much space for this and this for this. So you can give it the amount of space it needs for each different thing. You can say, oh, I'm going to give X amount of space to this, X amount of space to that. Like, like I would X amount of space to the operating system and, you know, Sometimes you have to have, here's the thing, you ever notice how sometimes we all, during the pandemic, what a lot of people realized was, hey, everyone realized, okay, we need to upgrade our routers because our routers weren't sufficient. We just thought, hey. They've worked for us for many years. We've had no issues with them. But what we didn't realize, I think, during the pandemic, and what this is what a lot of people probably didn't realize, and I didn't realize it. I know, like, you know, people I know probably didn't realize it. It's that we needed to upgrade our routers because our routers just weren't capable of handling, you know, people working at home. They just weren't physically capable of doing that. So we all had to kind of do it now. You know, and 5G is now a thing. Like, a lot of um, phone companies just switched you to... So, if you want to know how I feel about junk fees and, like, when people talk about getting billed for stuff, like, you don't pay for I'm like, sometimes I feel like these companies, like, they'll build... A lot of times when you buy a phone, it's, it's a software as a service. I mean, you're paying for, basically, you know, you know, to run... You know, you pay, you pay them... You pay a phone company per month to provide you with internet and speeds. And I'm not going to say if you're looking at security-wise computers that Mac's going to be any better than Windows. Or Windows is going to be any better than Mac in terms of security. They all have their issues and it's just a matter of how do we go about that and so yeah it's interesting to think about as we look into the future of technology you know what they said you know i've used have any of you heard of chat gpt or these new chat bots well one of the things i read an article on earlier in the week um this week was about uh last week i don't remember I heard, or I, I've seen articles on this. They can write poems, they can do things, and I'm like, if we go back to the job thing that I was talking about, but I'm not going to bring that up because it's just something I was thinking about. What's, what's going to happen to some of these, you know, programmer jobs once these, once, you know, like somebody, I know somebody would have to program it, but these people could basically just have some of the stuff that these programmers would do. They could just program the GP, the chat GPT or these 
lots to do, and then you take away the jobs. You don't need those jobs anymore. Well, then they just go to Wayside, and then you see that, oh, um, they, they don't have this job anymore. No, 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 because ChatGPT took it away. You know, it's, it was weird when it happened, and so I was thinking about it today, just saying, oh, that's kind of weird. I never thought of it that way. You know, pretty soon, like, I thought of it that way, but, you know, I just, you know, never thought, ma'am, some of these chat DBTs, like, the one for Bing was really, like, you know, it was telling some person that it did not love, like, I read it, this this was, like, a New York Times or WAPO article, somewhere I, I read it, I don't remember exactly where, but, you know, I'll go to different sources, I mean, I don't just go to, like, a New York Times or, like, a WAPO, I try to go to different sources to get my news, like, you know, I try to you know, look at where I'm getting my news, so, like, you know, I'll fact-check things, too, because I, you know, it's always good to just fact-check and know where you're getting your sources from, because of it, we'll be back with part two, like, two of the podcast, so, okay, when I was talking about fact-checking, I was like, you know, you know, like, I was just trying to say, like, if you go to Kim Commando, you might get more of a conservative view, and if you go to New York Times, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, Kim Commando is, like, you know, yeah, like, I'm not saying, like, you know, I'm not trying to get political here, I'm just trying to give you an overview of, hey, some of these, like, sources, like, Kim Commando sometimes can be more of a conservative type, you know, thing, and some sources can be more political, so I just think at some point, I just like to go to a source where, like, we can get information I some, the hacker news, I don't really know whether it leans more liberal, and I don't want to get political here, but this show is not about, not trying to be that way. I just try to keep it, you know, as, you know, much as I can about the news and stuff, so, yeah. Alright. But I was just thinking, when you're reading up about cybersecurity, make sure you know where your sources are coming from, because some of the, you know, here's the thing. Sometimes I wish people would take this more seriously, this whole idea that, you know, the physical stuff that goes on, yeah, and these cybersecurity attacks, they're really important to keep in mind because you, they're going to get more, you know, more and more as we get the technology to do so, they're going to become more sophisticated and they're going to get better at trying to, you know, better at these attacks. We, we need counterattacks to, to go after them, and we need to, you know, you ever heard, you know, this is something I've always said, you, you, you only need to be, you know, right, many times, but you, you only have to be wrong once, and then all it takes is you just being wrong once, and then you have to be right all the time with that, and be wrong once, or something like that, I don't know, I'll say go, it's like hard to say, but here's the thing, we're gonna get to some music now, New Wings song by the Jonas Brothers. Okay, that was really great. I was listening to it. They they dropped a live version. They 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 debuted it live in concert the other day. Brilliant. And they also included the Wall, which is like a new song for them. Walls or something like that. Good song too. You could check them out on YouTube. They're definitely there. Go check them out. I highly recommend those tunes if you're looking for something to listen to. So yeah, and um. Another thing I would recommend is, like, you just, um, 
no. You know, audio. Okay, here's another thing about computers that I like to talk about. I find that the Mac computers get, you know, there's a thing called Volume Limiter. It's an app you can get on your computer. I'd highly recommend you check one of these out if you're just looking to, you know, play your, because I'm, I'm, you know, a lot of people these days, we tend to put our music loud, too loud, probably too loud for our hearing, and, you know, that's why I would look at using volume limiter to limit the volume on the computer so when your devices are using, you don't have it so loud. What I used to, 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 I was just thinking, you know, 47 episodes in, I know this hasn't been as much of a podcast as it usually was, but I was thinking about this. I was watching a college baseball like score coming in. It took about three hours to play. Now, you put that into perspective with the, the pitch clock. I think it's going to make it a lot easier to watch games. When I think it's going to make it more interesting. I think games will be sped up by 20, 30 minutes because you're not going to have all this time where pitchers are waiting to throw a pitch and stuff. So, yeah, this is something I'm thinking about. You know, you ever play the game, and I bring this up because I like old music and you know, I still listen to some new music, I think, it's, but it's for me, I really think old music is something, I keep talking about this a lot, but, do you ever watch the game show Name That Tune, if you ever haven't, you should go check that out, um, it's not airing now, but it was airing a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago, another show I watch is The Good Doctor, which is about this kid with autism, they're spinning off with the good lawyer, a person with over-compulsive disorder lawyer, and they're gonna, um, have a, like, an episode of The Good Doctor on that, and you ever watch that? It's on ABC at 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 9 Central. Watch it every week, and it's, you know, almost every week when there's new episodes, and it's great. Um, so, yeah. And, um, like the guy in the show, I watched him myself, so I was just thinking... We're getting, you know, you know, I'd say this is just, you want to, you know, you know, I like doing this for people and people, I autism, we, we, we're referring to them here. I don't use, like, you know, you know, any, like, technology. Like, I, I think a lot of people like that, like, computers and, or, or, well, what I think about Mac is it's really good. The only thing is, with it though, the only bad thing about it is though, some of the newer Macs don't have USB ports, so if you need a USB, you wouldn't be able to do that, but I've gotten around that by just having certain software as ISO files instead, download your ISO files of things, and then that helps with this, so yeah, that was something I did, and I still do. You know, it's interesting when we, when the, you know, you ever, I've seen some of these old things because I was looking it up. The first iPhone just sold for 62,000, something like 60 something thousand bucks. 
Like, I knew somebody when I was in high school that we found one of these people. I found, like, a phone that was, like, a... Still, somebody was still using. When I was using a 5C phone, one of my... Uh, one of the people I knew... one No, not new, but, like... We're still using a Gen 1. And I'm like, you're still using a Gen 1? Usually every two to three years, you got you have to upgrade your phone. Because, you know, they come out with new ones, so you have to upgrade every two to three years. Yeah, that's how it works. With Macs, it's a little different. They can usually last about... Mm, well, when I was in school, they gave us these 2011s, and they were... We were using them in 2017, and... Thing was, the school, my school... Like, it was like, if you break it, you have to pay 15 bucks to place it. And I'm like, 15 bucks just to, okay, yeah. But, when, we used to have these things called think pads when I was in high school. These were Novo think pads. They were terrible. They, they were so slow and like, they would run just terribly. And sometimes I'd be like a whole class period just trying to log into these things. This is back in the day before we had, like, computers like that. We, the final part of this podcast, and I, before we go, I just wanted to say, if you haven't already liked and subscribed to my podcast, please do. It would really mean a lot, you know. I'm not asking that you have to do it. I'm not even wanting people to do it. I just would like it to appreciate if people could give subscribe to this because... You know, if you like cybersecurity, you like what we're doing here. So, Chicago pizza, it's really, you know, I would say, you know, the pizza thing that they did where, where Wagon, you know, where, where um, um, sorry, I meant Rectangle Pizza 1. I was like, there should be separate categories for different pizzas because I just think it was so hard to, to pick just one because so many different types of pizza and things like that, so... Also, um, the ML, um, season's starting up in a couple weeks. WBC starts in two weeks, about. So, if you're looking for baseball to watch, you've got it. And we'll have more on that later and stuff. So, stick around for that. We'll have more on the episodes in the future about that. So... I was just going to say, until next time, please like, subscribe, resubscribe, let your friends know, you know, about this podcast, because we do this as much for you as we do it for us. We, we really try to make this about cybersecurity and keeping you up to date on what's going on as much as we do it for us, so... Well, well, just a little more before we go, but, um, you know, every week's episode, I wanted to tell you, and this is, um, we're doing two episodes this week, one for last week and one for this week, because we didn't do one last week, so we needed to get one in, and since this is the final you know, probably the final episode of February, you know, we just wanted to say, 
And hopefully, you know, we've been as much a part of this means as you have, because we put together a show. When I first did this, it wasn't as much about the tech as it is now. It's only been going on since about, I don't know, it's been a long time, but you know, think about, so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little more later about some other stuff, but I keep tuning in, keep listening, and, you know, if you ever want to send us stuff, send me things to the podcast, you can put comments, and I talk about this a lot. Put suggestions in the comment section. We'd like to hear what you think about this podcast, how we can make it better, how we can, how I can make it better, you know, because I always like suggestions because I do take them, you know, really to heart, you know. So if you're just looking for that, good, good, good with that. And we got some other things we got to do. We want. No. So, all right, we'll see you next time on the next podcast. Thanks for listening.